never included their return address. Just like your real friends, podcasts never ask how you're doing. And now here are the hosts who insist on using lickable stamps, even on their emails, Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg. Hello, everyone. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. Allie and I have a background. Yes, we do. It's in performance. We had a live comedy show where we performed the internet on stage. It was nuts. Uh, One day we decided we wanted to meet the people behind the post and we created a web series called Two Girls, One Show where we did just that through uh, interviews. And then we went on scripted adventures with uh, our friends, our new internet friends. And now here we are with Two Girls, One Podcast. We are still talking to people behind internet communities and phenomena that we find fascinating. We are also here with Matt from The Daily Dot. Hey, Matt. Hello. How are you? Doing so well. So well, indeed. (laughs) Well, you know, it is, I don't know what day. Well, it's Monday for all of you out there if you're listening on the day this drops. But for us, it's Thursday. And for me, this is my last day before my weekend. So, (laughs) Well, this is the last day before Adam moves in. That's what it is. Tomorrow is the day. Before the greatest day. day of my life. (laughs) <laughs> you're so nice to us. i am so excited i already have a present picked out i just no, worry it's not gonna arrive in time you're already gonna be on the road but it's real good oh, <laughs> is it like a it's like a housewarming situation yeah it's like a housewarming situation thank you that's so sweet i was that's- gonna not tell you i was sending it and just surprise you but then on the podcast it seemed like a good time to also yeah, surprise you, you. No you got if you're not making content out of it what are you doing totally it's not worth living and plus, <laughs> adam said he sent me another batch of candles he did adam I'm makes so candles excited yeah we didn't yeah. really dig into that i'm very interested he has a butcher a baker and a candlestick maker oh my god jenny jammy's a triple threat yeah <laughs> well you love the candles he had sent before so much so i know but he was sad that he I sent did. them just when you came to the east coast so i know but but the mail is fucked so it's not going to get there for three Am weeks I? and then That's i'll be true. back okay and okay. speaking of the mail <laughs> today we're talking to the founder of a social network for finding pen pals from around the world it's called get a pen pal yeah, now here's why I hate today's episode and everything right. about it. <laughs> I already have 14,000 pen pals. It's called online dating. Mm. <laughs> but are these like long term? You're catching up, writing letters? It's like they fucking text forever. And I'm like, are we going to meet or not? Although nowadays it's like, are we going to Zoom or not? It's a, it's, <laughs> so the idea of a pen pal is just is terrible to me. I never Zoom on a first date. That seems very yeah. personal. I take men to my bedroom now immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to remind everyone from, I don't even remember what episode early on, that I had a 30-year-old pen pal from the internet named Monkey Poo when I oh, was 13 right. years old. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> he would send me mixtapes of Metallica. Uh, I yes. must have given him my address. <laughs> Can you remind us when you thought, uh, well, how old you thought he was? Oh, I don't remember. I think I assumed in my head like, oh, 20. And even that was like way old. 
and then somehow came out that he was like a 30 year old guy in New Orleans. So how long do you think he really was? (laughs) A cool 45. (laughs) Also, yeah. Like, can you imagine like one of our friends writing like a teenager? That's so weird. Yeah. A 13 year old. So today's guest we found on Reddit on, he didn't ask me anything AMA uh, last week, I think it was. And a lot of the questions were about that. So we'll have to ask about that today. Not that that's happening on the site, but I think people are curious to know how that's handled. I have a quick question for, for well, mostly for Allie, maybe because she's still in the dating world. Um, when I viewed the site, Ugh. I... Did you find me a boyfriend? In- uh, yes, I found three candidates for you, but oh, that's beside the point. Thank you so much. I've been uh, asking I'll, I'll you to do that. this for so long. Yep, yep. I'm not searching for a pen pal, but I thought it would be cool to have a pen pal. And as I was browsing, I was immediately like looking at qualities that I would want in like a friend or a or a, a match or something. And obviously not to date them, but like I'm not going to waste my time corresponding with someone who doesn't isn't smart or doesn't share an interest you know what i mean and so it i immediately was like oh my god this is what dating must be like oh my god i'm i'm experiencing it did, did you have the same feeling here okay first of all you haven't experienced it and i hate <laughs> you for it <laughs> second of i all, am a dating expert i looked at this pen pal site for 20 minutes listen if you're so intrigued by this notion <laughs> listeners Please, I need you all to harass Matt, okay? If you agree with this notion, then please tweet at Matt. Matt, what's your Twitter handle? Tell them now. It's really complicated. It's very long, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a screen name that I use. Yeah. It's not like it, it's yeah. Matt, M-A-T-T underscore Silverman. It's, it's just like my gamer tag. Yeah. It's hard to follow. <laughs> yeah. So if you agree with uh, what I'm about to pose, please bombard Matt, okay? I think <laughs> that Matt should manage my dating profiles i think that he you know, should go i think he, he I want knows to do this at this point he knows everything about my life he knows how i speak okay he should just <laughs> chat up the boys for me mm-hmm. he can you can flirt with them i completely trust your sense of humor i don't let mm-hmm. anything get sexual on chats with strangers i don't know so all you have to do is witty banter with strangers you will crush it matt and then just tell me when my zooms are you don't even have to deal with the complication right now of like finding a bar to send me to right like just yeah, set know, up a zoom any night of the mm, week mm. i want to do this let me be clear full yeah, stop I Matt's want busy this to with happen. like having two kids it's hard listen if amelia wants to get in on this mm. she can chat for me Honestly, I'm at a point where I don't give a fuck what happens, okay? <laughs> All of your hinge conversations would be about uh, kids' podcasts. That's like, fine. Uh, which, which science podcasts do you like? What do you That's into? <laughs> you know, and, and she also needs to start learning, like, digital literacy. You know, you want her to be ahead of the game with her swiping. You don't want her to be like me, right? So she's got to start now. You got to start them swiping I mean, young. I got to, uh, this is this is obviously a tangent and I'm sorry to take us here, but like <laughs> everyone's complaining about like, oh, you know, the kids are sitting in front of computers uh, for school and remote learning is not as good as real learning. And I understand and I sympathize and not all kids are the same, but our daughter is learning like computer skills out the ass because really? she is like, she's in Gmail, she's going on Hangouts, she's using Microsoft tools. And she's doing it on her own. And I'm like, we could not be more proud. So and what she, you're and saying is she's doing it on her own. So you don't even really need to guide her. Just let her know I need a dating profile. I need her chat right. up for me. Yep. Uh, done. Great. 
done. Great. Very good. Well, I think it's time for our guest. <laughs> or it's trivia. Time for trivia. It's time for trivia. <laughs> Let's get real. Now I need to get out of my chair and pick up a, a page from the printer. You printed that I forgot the trivia? To, yeah, I printed out. I forgot to um, bring it over here. So just talk amongst yourselves. I'll Matt right has back. a very like producerial setup. Like he, he like headphones, obviously, but you probably have a clipboard, don't you? Oh, he got up and went to the printer. Oh, he's there. Are you there? Okay, I'm here. Um, <laughs> You know me. I always have a clipboard when I'm on uh, when I'm on set. Yeah. But not here. Not here. Okay. I have a desk. All right. All right. I have trivia for you. It's good. It's gonna be fun. All right. Try to convince us. It's about us. pen pals. We hate trivia. Be fun. All right. <laughs> <laughs> In 2001, remember that? Remember that time? Uh, I remember Y2K. nothing before 2020. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, In 2001, a 10 year old girl named Laura. Buxton lived on a farm in Staffordshire, England. Sounds delightful. Uh, During a celebration of her grandparents' wedding anniversary, she wrote her name and address on a little note card, and she attached it to a golden balloon. The note card said, please return to Laura Buxton, and it had her address. She then released the balloon, and it floated into the sky, and she hoped that someone out there in the world would find her note and become her pen pal. Two days later, something amazing happened. Who found this balloon? I have three choices for you. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. She sounds a bit dramatic, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) A, the note was found by a 15-year-old girl who lived 10 miles away. The girls became pen pals and their correspondence over two years slowly revealed that they were biological sisters. No. The older girl had been given up for adoption when the Buxtons were in dire financial straits. That's choice A. B, the note was discovered by a Secret Service agent assigned to US First Lady Laura Bush, who was visiting London. Laura personally responded to the child Laura, and their correspondence during Bush's term led to a historic agriculture trade policy reform between the US and UK okay, both that's Laura's no, that both Laura's not. remain pen pals to this day in 2020 so that's choice B <laughs> okay remember I, I I probably made up I made up two of these and only one is real here's choice C 140 miles away another 10 year old girl named Laura Buxton, same first and last name, found her note and replied, both Laura Buxtons were the same height, had the same brown pigtails, same blue eyes, and owned the same pets. You know, pigtails are just a hairstyle, right? He can change that. Mm, I, I don't know. I don't know how it goes in in, in the UK. Look, it's all different there. All of these Mandatory gave me chills. chills. All of them gave me chills. I'm gonna go Which is with, true. I'm going with B. Because okay. you're it going is, with B? It's so implausible, but also I played Laura Bush in a play in college, and I have, <laughs> even though I don't agree with politics. Oh wait, that, I think politics. I saw this play. What play was it? It was called "Only We Who Guard the Mystery Shall Be Unhappy." It was Tony Kushner. Don't love her politics, huh. but uh, I have some sort of empathy, soft spot for with Laura Bush. So there we go. Go and B. Because you became her. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with A. Allie goes with the biological sisters. Jen goes with Laura and Laura Bush. We will find out the correct answer, the correct pen pal answer after this commercial break. Dear Jerry Duran, 
Today is cloudy. <laughs> Jessica Fox. <laughs> uh, stopped by for lunch. Then Melissa Elliott. Came to see me. James Dozier is such a... Wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot believe that Christopher Latch. Also stopped by. <laughs> <laughs> and brought Kathy Phillips with him. It was a big old party. And then there was a musical performance by. William. <laughs> and his manager, Matthew Scott, was there. <laughs> Way too many people in the same space right now. For, for During a pandemic. Okay. Just <laughs> reel it in. All right. Not socially responsible, but clever, because do you all know that those are our Patreon supporters at the $10 level or more? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for supporting us during this hellscape of a time. <laughs> we appreciate you um, in our hearts. You are our pen pals. Thank you so much. And for the rest of you, if you'd like to donate, visit patreon.com slash 2G1P. based in Los Angeles and I'm looking for a pen foe from New York. Someone smart and witty and angry and who enjoys no-holds-barred verbal fighting. I don't need any more pen pals, but I believe to be great, you have to have enemies. And that's exactly what I'm looking for. A good enemy. Is that what people sound like in California? <laughs> Honestly, I'm, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. What do they sound like? They sound like ex-New Yorkers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so many stereotypes in one. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of people from different places, huh? Yeah. Good? Yeah? Right on. Uh-huh. All right. What happened when a 10-year-old girl named Laura Buxton sent a balloon with her name and address into the sky. Allie, you went with A, that uh, she found her biological sister. And Jen, you went with B for Bush, Laura Bush. Uh, she and Laura Bush became pen pals. No one chose C, that she met another girl named Laura Buxton. That is correct. That's ridiculous. Okay. Just kidding. That's ridiculous. <laughs> for the correct answer, this has been covered in uh, media and 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 sites that cover sort of probability and statistics, and also uh, Radio Lab, which is a very popular uh, podcast. Uh, you know, slightly less popular than ours. Uh, so we're giving it a little a little airtime here. <laughs> um, they covered this. I have a clip from that show, uh, which will share the answer with you. Remember how I told you how the first girl who sent the balloon was ten? Yeah. The second girl who received it? I'm 10 years old. She's 10. Okay? Okay. Uh, wait, there's more. <laughs> Better be- Remember how I told you that the first girl's name was Laura Buxton? Yeah. Well, girl number two, it's can you C. introduce yourself? Okay, um, hi, I'm Laura Buxton. It's C! What? Girl number one. Hello, I'm Laura Buxton. Girl number two. Hello, I'm Laura Buxton. They're both Laura Buxton? Yeah. No. Yes. Both named Laura Buxton. 
they even have the same fucking voice. That's nuts. Laura Buxton. <laughs> well, I'm disappointed we didn't get it, but that's very cool. It's a very cool story with a kind of thing that you would read on the internet and be like, okay, this is some bullshit meme, but this is verified by Snopes. This is verified by media, by uh, NPR and Radiolab. Uh, literally two girls, almost the same age. I think the girl was almost 10. The second girl was almost 10 years old when she received the balloon or found the balloon and, uh, same height. They're both like a slightly abnormally tall. So like identical height, hair, hairstyle, eyes, and to the point where they even are like, I have a Guinea pig. Well, I have a Guinea pig. Well, I have a, 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 a Labrador retriever. I have a Labrador, like bizarre and so it's been uh it's been one of the most statistical improbabilities uh, ever reported in uh in the media it's a, it's a cool story could you imagine if a balloon landed in your front yard and it said my name is matt silverman right that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's so wild i love that so wild so i think a might also be true they were obviously related oh okay hmm. all right <laughs> so, so you're, you're you're contesting the uh the results here yes i am is what i'm hearing okay good Please file a formal complaint. <laughs> well, if you don't want to wait for a balloon to land in your yard, you can also try the social network for finding pen pals called Get a Pen Pal. <laughs> um, we are so excited to have our guest with us now. So please welcome to the show, Maxim Jovovich. Welcome, Maxim. Thanks for having me. We are so excited to have you. This is like a voice-to-voice -voice pen pal letter that we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. pen pals. Um, so we came across your Ask Me Anything that happened about a week ago. What's life been like since then? Uh, well, a lot has happened since then. Um, it sort of went viral, I guess. And I got a lot of messages from people uh, trying out the website and it sort of blew up a bit. We actually got a huge spike of, of new users. So uh, we read that you really like to write real letters. Is that true? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> From a very young age, uh, I, I can't say I've been doing it all the time, um, but here and there, it's pretty much always been a part of my life. So nice. Well, what do you love about the act of writing letters? I like that it gives you time to actually uh, sort of rethink, organize and structure all the things that are in your head before you actually write it down. It also gives you time to really think about what you're about to, to, to write, I guess. Um, and there are no interruptions from the other person, so it gives you time to actually open up maybe even more than you would in conversation like uh, verbal or instant messages and stuff like that. And uh, where are you from? I'm from Belgrade, Serbia. Uh, that's where I live currently, but I'm originally from Bar, Montenegro. Hmm. Two places I've never been. <laughs> we want to talk about your website, but we were curious, how did you find your pen pals before starting your own site? Well, there are uh, a few other websites that are also dedicated to this, but they are quite old. And I don't think they really do a great job in connecting people anymore. They're sort of outdated. And was that partly the impetus then for starting your site? Uh, yeah, actually, I noticed that people were complaining about the design issues, the, the website not being mobile friendly. I sort of questioned a bit, asked around and saw that it was a common problem. Uh, those websites are more on the instant messaging uh, idea. That's how they work. 
And I had the idea that it would be cool if the messages were delayed to sort of simulate the letter exchange. At that time, when I shared the idea with friends, uh, they weren't very supportive of that idea. They thought it might not work out, that people might not like it. So I sort of ditched the idea. And um, <laughs> it's just because we're used to not delaying our pleasure anymore that we want things to happen right away. Or Yeah, yeah, probably. That's probably the case. And another thing that might have happened is they are just simply not into pen palling in the first place. They are not really like the audience for, for that sort of a website. So tell us how the website works. What are the things you can do on it? You, you register on it. We have these digital letters, which are sort of like email, but with delays and a bit more creative freedom, I guess you could say. The other thing is we have forums where you can post uh, questions, ask questions, answer questions, debate, do all kinds of stuff. But it's more geared towards sharing about languages, culture, traditions, and stuff like that. And we also have like these uh, stamps. When you receive a letter uh, from a country that you haven't interacted before, you actually unlock uh, like a stamp from that country with the flag and stuff. And it's sort of there to incentivize people to talk to more people from other countries and stuff like that. So how do people get matched with or choose a pen pal? How, does, uh, how do they get matched up? There is like a search page with a bunch of filters, country filter, age filter, uh, hobbies and interests filter, languages filter, and all kinds of stuff. You use that to narrow down the type of pen pal you are looking for. You just to go on their profile, uh, you read about their profile description, and you see if you, you think you could have a nice conversation with that person if like, he's your type or something. So how do you make sure that matches are age appropriate? You know, like, how do you make sure that, for instance, um, a 30-year-old man who goes by the name of Monkey Poo doesn't start writing a 13-year-old girl? <laughs> That's my personal example from my youth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's that's a great question. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do that more. You need to always say I know when, when guests say that. Please, uh, that's a request. Currently, there is no, uh, nothing in place right now uh, that stops that from happening. But I am working on systems both for reporting people and for like uh, restrictions where people that are older can't contact people that are that are too young and stuff like that uh, but since i am a one-man team right now it's kind of hard to uh, implement all that stuff yeah um is this a dating site <laughs> uh no but are you it sure can be. <laughs> it can't be there's there's Got nothing it. stopping people from uh finding their soulmates here <laughs> so uh, do you have success stories yet either of like best friendships or or people falling in love uh no a good question <laughs> <laughs> we know. Uh, <laughs> <just> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's only been, I think, live for about two months or so. Okay. So it's not a lot of time for, for sub stuff like that to develop. What are you hearing back from your users on the site about what they're looking for in this experience of having a pen pal and why they're using the site? So I posted like a question 
on my forum on the website uh, asking people why uh, they're using uh, the website. And uh, most responded uh, because they feel a need that, uh, to meet new people, that they enjoy learning about uh, languages, cultures, traditions, and stuff like that that it's a chance for them to connect with others in a way that other social media platforms don't offer and that it's more about sharing who we are rather than just our opinions. That's so cool. And I love especially like the idea of being who you are. So many people share opinions online, but uh, I don't know, sharing who you are is is so much more meaningful. Um, So you were mentioning, you know, the delay in sending these letters. Can you just talk a little bit more about why you wanted to have that delay and why people might find it valuable? I feel like uh, with instant messages, uh, we've gained a lot, but I feel like we have lost something as well. Those deep and meaningful conversations. With the delays, it sort of forces people to put more thought into what they're writing and to sort of exchange lengthier messages. And on my website, there's actually like um, a minimum limit of, I don't know, I, I forgot, maybe 200 characters where you have to cross 200 characters in order for the letter to actually send. And that sort of prevents those short messages like hi and stuff like that. I, I wanted to, to actually have people uh, think about what they're going to write and to sort of personalize the messages to, to the person that they're writing to. I'm sitting here thinking about like an 18th century poet, like with a quill and a, and a pen, and they're gearing up to write a letter to their, their love, and they put the pen down and they just write, hi. And then they send it and it takes eight <laughs> weeks to get there. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we noticed that you've kept this free, um, no premium account options. So uh, tell us about your choice to do that. Uh, I noticed uh, one of the, the problems with other websites. You have to buy like a premium, premium account on a monthly basis. You pay some amount of money. And then you actually can send more messages and stuff like that. You don't have like limitations. And when you use the free account, you have like limitations where you can send like up to three messages a day or something like that. And I really didn't want to limit people. So that's why I actually decided to to make it free. So the site is new. Uh, Do you have Mm -hmm. hopes and dreams for how it would grow in the coming months and years? Uh, yeah, I, I do have dreams. I can't really say much because I have like some expectations, but I don't have any experience with this kind of stuff. So this is like my first project I'm going like all out in. I'm just like using it as a learning experience and use that knowledge on maybe the upcoming projects. But if it goes well, that would be like awesome. Well, I always say I'm going to try things we hear about on the podcast, but I think I'm really going to try this one. I think you have three new users after this and maybe many more. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. Well, I'm really glad that you're bringing back thoughtful communication and empathy. I like those things. I hear great things about them. (laughs) (laughs) I I try my best. (laughs) Maxim, thank you so much for joining us. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks for having me. Guys, I have to tell you something. What? I am in my childhood home. I uh, t- 
took a flight. I wore a face mask and a shield. I'm in my childhood home. And while we were interviewing, I opened this desk drawer and I found letters. What? <laughs> in your childhood bedroom? Yes. They weren't exactly pen pals, but like letters to and from friends from like camp and stuff like that. Aww. And it hit me hard because you guys know I don't like nostalgia. I don't like it mm-hmm. at all. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but did it hit you hard in a positive way or now you're just like negative? Sad? Negative. She's a puddle. I don't know. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, how did it hit you? Was it sad? Yeah, I don't know. It just I don't know why other people like nostalgia. It's just like, ah, time gone by so many years ago. I don't know. It's just sad. It's sad. People that, <laughs> people that you don't see anymore, that yeah. you're never going to see again. It's sad. <laughs> because they're all dead. <laughs> It's not true. I love like being. Tra- Some of them are. Yeah. Oh boy. We're old enough now. It's crazy. I love like being transported and being like, oh my god, I was that person who like used a what's up, what's down, what's all around symbol. Like it's like mesmerizing, you know. That was a wonderfully specific example. I have not thought about that idea. Oh my god. Let's leave it there. That was great. Are you kidding? That was the greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh my gosh. Oh, but I mean, passing notes in classes. I. It's just no longer exists. It's so sad. <laughs> what a joy that was. <laughs> well, if you want to tell us what's up, down, and all around, you can tweet me. I'm at Ellie Gold. <laughs> I'm Does anyone even June know what Bugger? that means? <laughs> Wait, you Is don't? You know what that gonna, means. You know what I, that means. I, I'm, I'm saying, like, who's listening to this that will get that reference? I don't That's know. so millennials funny. and up. I feel, I mean, it's kind of like self-explanatory. <laughs> Gen Z, no. No, but it's a pictograph. It's a hieroglyphic uh, expression that we're talking true. about here. But so, maybe the kids today, they just use an up arrow, a down arrow, and like the at symbol. The swirly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, you the all, swirl. you probably all get it now. I'll pop in. I'll, I'll, I love I'll, when we have to explain things like that. That's maybe I'll write it on that. a piece of paper, take a picture and drop it in the discord for anybody 30 or younger. <laughs> oh, and any foreigners, they might not know. So yeah, right, you got to exactly. do that in the Discord. And, and was it regional? Was it, a, you know, I'm so fascinated by childhood uh, expressions of like, like, nana, nana, nana is like global. Like it is just a thing in child's kids' brains. But then like, is what's up, down, all around? Was that just East Coast, Northern <laughs> Hemisphere kind of stuff for Good us? Good question. Uh, West did kids in California? Did, you, did you say that as a kid? Or not say it, write it. It's a written expression only. It's not a Well, my uh, roommate the other day used the word pop, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're from the Midwest. I forgot. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. For some reason in my mind, it's tied to Looney Tunes, but maybe it's just because, like, oh. maybe there was, like, a swearing cartoon character with, like, an all-around sign. I don't know. Um, well, it's interesting with the internet and globalism that there is a lot more, sort of, for better or worse, common experiences, right? When you think of, like, the billion youths on TikTok, like they're all mm-hmm. going to grow up with the same. I don't know, but maybe there are yes also trends on TikTok no, that differ by region. That's what I mean. Yeah, there's like a billion different um, YouTube channels or TikTok people Did to you guys follow. Know the frog so the- TikTok is a thing. Like there are different like levels and layers of TikTok that you can get algorithmed into, and one of them is frog TikTok. <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> I'm not there, and I don't know if this person was lying to me, but apparently that's a thing. Well, I would love to see it. Tweeted us, um, what is up, down, and all around at June Bunker. <laughs> I'm at Allie Gold. 
You can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail. The phone number to do that at is... 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. And join our Discord server, discord.gg slash 2G1P. If you are not yet on Discord, it is free to download. It is easy to figure out. And once you're there in our room, discord.gg slash 2G1P, um, you will will meet other listeners of the show. We come, sometimes guests from the show come, and we have a very lively conversation. So we'd love to see you there. Allie, if they'd like to contribute, how do they do it? Oh my God, please do. (laughs) Patreon.com slash 2G1P. Even a dollar is a wonderful thing. Yeah, I I only take 85%, so there's plenty of Uh, cash to go around. They don't know if you're kidding or not, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We hope you have much meaningful um, interactions with your pen pals and other friends this week, and we will see you next time. Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula, then transcribed word for word, printed out, and mailed to the hosts of My Favorite Murder. I mean, produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. The Podglomerate. A sonic universe. I believe to be great, you have to have enemies.